0: okay uh welcome everybody to another rather strange edition of the hashtag five things podcast this one is strange for many reasons much like all the strange things you guys have going on in your lives right now but we did want to try and bring something to you this week um and be of service if uh if it's at all helpful right now um we have a limited crew because dialing into these things is notoriously flawed technically. So it's just myself and my friend Kenny Gold today. Hi, Ken. Hello, everyone. Um, We're also suffering with a little bit of a lag, but Joey, our uh, executive producer, is with us, and he assures us he's going to be able to make it sound as good as possible. So the Five Things podcast this week is going to shift gears a little bit, um, and we're going to start, we're going to focus, rather, on um, five things that you can do um, during the next week or so as it relates to the current uh, coronavirus crisis. So we thought we'd try and be on point and again offer a bit of a public service. Some of the things you may have heard and if you have just skip through them. Some of them may be new and may indeed even be useful but if we can help in any way that's our intent. So uh, we are going to go ahead and jump into this and we're going to start with, uh, I'll start us off with the first one and that is about the idea of uh, volunteering from home. So. Um it's, you know, if I, 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 for example, I'm at home right now with uh, not only working from home, but a five-year-old and an eight-year-old to educate from home. So to some extent, time is limited. However, uh, I, I do appreciate the idea of potentially being able to try and give back during this time as well, because there are certainly many people in worse positions than I am. So what we're finding, or what we found in some of the research for Five Things This Week is that although many states are recommending quarantines, there are plenty of volunteering opportunities that you can do from home. Um, so you do, you will need to fill out the necessary paperwork for some of these, not all of them. Some of them might include even background checks, but hey, we've got nothing but time right now, I guess. So some of the things you can do uh, that are so we, we thought were of interest, uh, maybe not uh, things that would spring immediately to mind, but there's certainly some, some kind of act of service and they connect to uh, various nonprofits. One is that, um, Kenny, who is it that's asking? Is it the Smithsonian asking for the transcribing of historical documents?
1: Yeah, so, so this, is, this is actually from the National Archives and the Smithsonian uh, asking people if they have time to sit around and actually transcribe some historical documents, which if you think about uh, the need to create some continuity for our history, uh, there is no time like the present when we are experiencing something that brings uh, our society together, both nationally and globally. Um, so you can be a part of history in more ways than one and really help the National Archives transcribe some historical documents. Yeah. Um, it's not really, it, that's one of, of many, there, that's one of many things you can do. You know, the United Nations has actually set up uh, some online volunteering for people who wanna write or translate uh, to design and teaching. So really uh, bringing any skills you have to help the United Nations uh, deal with some of the things that they are dealing with. And we also have seen some pretty interesting stuff from groups like I Could Be. Um, they're offering some weekly mentoring uh, entirely online. So if you want to e mentor a high school student, uh, there's some opportunities there as well.
0: There's also um, not volunteering actually at all, but certainly in the sense of providing some level of giving back and getting paid for it. There's the uh, outschool.com um platform education platform where not only my kids have been using it today for some of the free classes that they have but also as a if you're an expert in something you can sign up to teach on outschool.com and i believe you can be paid for that i think it's up to 40 dollars an hour so hopefully folks listening to us haven't run into work problems but there may be an opportunity or an outlet for expertise uh in that regard and i'm sure there are a few others maybe we can pull some of those together for uh next week's podcast um the last one on this list uh, is the e-mentoring of a high school student. So there's an opportunity to sign up to the I Could Be program, which helps with uh, remote mentoring and maybe something that's uh, particularly lacking right now as high school students are all working from home in various different communities. So again, that's that's uh, I Could Be is the site and that's to e-mentor a high school student. So let's move on. All right. So the second one is around donating food. Uh, this is something that I think the primary focus for many people has been appropriately preparing for their families and ensuring that they have what they need. But there are various ways that uh, there are that, that we can donate to perhaps folks um, that need that and haven't been able to get their hands on that. The various food-based relief organizations that are working to ensure meals are delivered to the country's elderly population and perhaps those other communities in need. So a few places that I'll call to call out here that are some some you might have heard of. Uh, and some you may not. The first one is Meals on Wheels. And you can go to the Meals on Wheels site and learn there how you can sign up to donate food. You, it doesn't have to be food from your own pantry. It can be food that can be drop shipped from elsewhere. This could be donations as well. The second is Feeding America, which are doing a lot of uh, work in specifically within this Coronavirus relief uh, time. Uh Kenny, did, was there any on there that caught your eye? Yeah, you know, it's not just the the ones
1: you would expect, whether it's No Kid Kid Hungry, Feeding America, Meals on Wheels, but a lot of your local um, counties and cities have organizations that you can support. So in New York City in particular, there's City Meals, there's also God's Love We Deliver. Um, If you're in the Seattle area, which has been particularly ravaged, there's a lot of things going on there. Um, So especially in the uh, relief efforts that are happening in Puget Sound, The CDC, the American Red Cross, um, Save the Children and UNICEF, they're all taking donations to help uh, send meals to people. Um, And I apologize for the siren in the background. I live right on the corridor to Mount Sinai Hospital, which you can imagine uh, is quite crazy right now. Um, So uh, more the reason why we need to help these organizations as um, all of our brave nurses and, and doctors and everyone are out there helping people who are sick.
0: There is also a uh, there's a GoFundMe that GoFundMe have started a specific relief fund for uh, people affected by the pandemic. So again, that's a pretty easy one to hit up and a very easy one to donate to very much recommend you do that one. So moving on to this week's third thing. And that is we've heard this a lot, but I, I like it. it's worth mentioning. And that is about supporting your local businesses. Unfortunately, it feels like there are some small businesses that are going to really, really suffer through the next few weeks. And there are a few ways you can help support those stores and restaurants, one of them, which has been uh, touted widely, but we're going to endorse it here is about buying gift cards. So buying ahead of the curve for those businesses. And there's a um, there's a big push towards towards that right now. And there are various places like, what is talk to us about Cabbage, Ken? How how does ca, how does the Cabbage platform come into this?
1: Yeah, so Cabbage is a place where you can go on and you can search for different businesses, whether by vertical or by location, and it gives you the ability to buy gift certificates right there and then, and, and it's on a, a curated platform for you. So it's helping. Uh, it's essentially like small business loans, um, but through gift certificates, and it, it's pretty fascinating yeah. stuff. And and these businesses need us more than ever. Uh, we're going to need to make sure Main Street makes it through uh, this crisis,
0: and I think things like this can really help. So go to the Cabbage site and take a look at that. I actually saw a post from a, a friend of mine who runs a small business local to me, and it just worth noting it sticks a bit more to our social and digital traditional uh, mandate here on the podcast. But one of them is one of the ways you can support is just by sharing and liking and commenting and contributing to the social uh, experiences that these brands are trying to deliver locally right now as well. It may may not feel like much, but I think it helps keep their own mini micro brands present. And doesn't take much to do that either. So I endorse you do that number four. And again, obviously, this is not going to be the usual commute length podcast, it's going to be a much shorter version, uh, which is probably helpful, because none of you have commutes at the moment. So number four, which is about keeping in touch, In fact, I just got off the phone from, uh, or, or rather FaceTime with my dad, who uh, we had a nice half an hour chat. And I feel like I for one am speaking more frequently to loved ones or friends in my life that perhaps I didn't do enough of previously. Um, but we do know that so- social isolation can have a pretty significant effect on people's mental health, uh, along with all the other anxieties floating around right now, it's the last thing many people need. So it's it's going to be important for us to stay in touch with others, calling those whom you know, might be isolated, um, or extra hard hit grandparents, folks that live alone, and there are various, we, we came up with a few ideas, a few ways maybe you could think about applying this for yourselves. Uh, and feel free to reach out to us and let us know how you've done it if they're not on this list. The first one is, and actually we have one today at Gray, specifically, uh, is setting up a virtual happy hour with your friends, uh, or even with your colleagues. So again, like I said, at Gray, the whole, Kenny, is it the whole creative group that's doing it today?
1: yeah the whole creative department's actually going to get together and do a virtual happy hour using microsoft teams we're pretty excited about that and uh it's a good opportunity for everyone just to have a little bit of fun a little bit of joy and spend some time together um it's not the only way that people are doing it you know um online games and and esports and esl in particular have had a pretty big uh bump in viewership and, and experience i know Dan and I, who are admitted Fortnite nuts, try to play a half hour together every night just so we can connect and decompress um, on a a duo. Um, But, you know, especially with the New York Public Library closing, book clubs are becoming important. So starting a virtual book club, uh, my group of friends from college, we all got on the phone together last night and actually had dinner together. Um, and it was my niece's birthday, so we did a family video call to sing happy birthday to her. Uh, you know, technology's a pretty incredible thing, and, and we knock it a lot, but in times like this, we just remember that they're a good opportunity for us to keep in touch and, and feel more connected than ever before.
0: I, I'm glad you got the Fortnite thing in there, Ken, because I, what, what, I, what I have managed to get away with, at least personally right now, is the fact that I can uh, let my wife know that Kenny and I have a debrief at the end of every day it just so happens that it takes place during a battle royale of fortnite Kenny's much better than i am and answer the fifth one uh, fifth uh, f- fifth thing today um it, it, it's a following on actually from thing 3 really but it's about donating to organizations who are aiding generally those affected by the coronavirus or covid-19 there are, and there are a few things we can do here and i i i endorse if you can sign up for a few of these certainly do But when it comes to supplies, um, so the supplies that have been in the headlines recently, we all know of them, but Save the Children and AmeriCares, both have funds set up looking for donations specifically to provide the right sort of supplies for this current crisis. There are COVID specific funds and COVID specific projects. If you wanna get a bit more specific about where you donate to, and you can go to COVID19responsefund.org and uh, sign up and donate in that arena. I'm sure that goes a long way when you do that. Um, There are some specific health organisations we can think about helping right now. Partners in Health is one American Red Cross is another. And then Direct Relief is a third. And then I mentioned er earlier as well, but GoFundMe has set up a specific site geared towards raising funds for this current crisis. And again, that's that's on the GoFundMe homepage, I believe. These are all relatively straightforward ways of helping um and i think you know anything we can do even if it's just a little bit right now probably probably goes a long way kenny anything personal to you in there bud you want to call out yeah
1: yeah i think dan you've covered it quite well and i think ultimately to anyone who listens to this podcast we just want to encourage you all to stay safe and stay healthy and find a cause that means something to you that helps out in the world and and try and make a difference. Um, I do wanna add one other thing, if you would, a sixth thing, Um, you know, Dan and I started doing this podcast a few months ago with Toby Daniels, who is a big part of our community and um, they've made the the difficult but somewhat exciting decision to move social media week online uh, in the coming months. And I think, Anybody out there who's listening who wants to learn from the most important and interesting people in the marketing and social media space, check out what Toby and the team at Social Media Week are gonna be doing uh, at Social Media Week online and help support him and his community because they bring a great deal of value to us and everything we do. The Five Things Podcast is produced by Andrew Petit, Grace McDougall, Joey Scarillo, John Dillon, and Al Manorino, and recorded at Townhouse Studios. Gray is a global creative agency whose mission is putting famously effective ideas into the world. Social Media Week is a leading conference and industry news platform that curates and shares insights, emerging trends, and best practices with the world's smartest digital marketers. Gray is the exclusive global creative insights partner for Social Media Week. Check out more at gray.com.